Hi, welcome to another episode of Keeping Your Sanity While Single Parenting podcast. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into the roles of the single mom versus the role of the father, quote unquote, absent father. And in those famous words of Maury, you are not the father. Come on in. Hi, welcome back again. I'm so glad you've joined for another show. Today's show is titled, I Am Not the Father. And I know this show is, you know, geared toward um, single parents and definitely single moms, single fathers. But I thought that title, I Am Not the Father, was so befitting, so befitting. Um, or what I was thinking about at that time. And at that time, when I came up with that title, you know, I'm reminded so many times um, where I've heard women say on Father's Day, around Father's Day, that happy Father's Day to me. Happy Father's Day to me too. Even though I'm the mother, but, you know, you can say happy Father's Day to me too because... I am doing the entire work of the father that the father should be doing. And I understand, I I, I get what they're saying. I get that. And I understand that. I I definitely understand it um, because they feel as if, and it could have been a time when I felt as if that, you know, you're doing the work. You're doing the work that a father should, you know, be doing, you know, and things like that. I can remember my older son and actually my first son and my second son were back to back right um praise god now they're all grown and they were back to back and i remember having to take my older son because at the time you know i wasn't with his father so i i had to take him you know to get his first haircut and i was pregnant with my second son and so here I am going into the barbershop taking my son, my oldest son, to get his first haircut because it was just that time. And so with the title of I Am Not the Father, I, I chose that title because when I was thinking, I was like, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, single parents, single moms may actually feel that way when it comes times that when Father's Day roll around, you know, or just in general, because they are doing the work. They are doing the work. You know, instead of being two people, it's one, one person doing the work. They're doing the work of the father and the mother, you know. And I'm saying that because I know a lot of people feel that way. A lot of single moms feel that way. But also I'm saying that because I know And I have three grown sons. So I know that as a mom, as a single mom, that you could never be the father. You could never take the place of a father. And not that you ask, you know, you you ask for that. You know, nine times out of 10, you didn't. You know, things happen. Life happens. And so you're put in this position, you're put in this position to act out that part, right? 
because the other part either has been negligent or uh, for the most part or is not, you know, doing what they are supposed to do. Now, I'm not talking about those fathers that uh, want to do it. And for some reason, they're meeting, being met with opposition, opposition that they shouldn't be met with because they really want to be there for their kids. So I'm not talking about that pool of fathers. Okay. <laughs> That's a, a certain pool of fathers, but there are others, you know, that totally neglect their responsibility. And so a lot of the single moms feel like, hey, when Father's Day, especially if he is like nowhere around, you know, or just totally neglect his responsibility, then there are a lot of single moms on Father's Day, you know, feel like if they don't say, hey, you know, I can, I need to be congratulated on Father's Day because I am doing the work. But I'm here today to let you know, I, I get, I get the feeling. I understand where you're coming from, but you could never be the father. You could never take that place. You can never, I, I don't care what you do. It's like, you can never take that place. You know, I, you know, have three grown sons and um, there are still areas when I look and I say, well, you know, you know, if their father and their father, you know, they knew their father and spent time with him. But if it was a more, um, more quality time, uh, more things done and things, you know, that should have been done, I can still see some areas where I can say, hey, you know, if they were, uh, you know, possibly taught in this area, brought up in this area, then I can still see what I'm trying to say is that I can, you know, I can see at times, you know, as great as they are. You know, I'm proud. I'm very proud, you know, of my sons um, and what they're they're actually stepping into and becoming. But what I mean that as a mom, you still can see areas of opportunity. Right. Um, if there was a father, you know, doing exactly, you know, what he was meant to do in that role of a father. And so today I am just coming to say that, you know, as mothers, we can never be the father. And that's okay. That's okay. That's, that's not on you. You're doing your part. If you're a single mom out here making it happen, you know, you are doing your part. You're doing your part. You know, you're doing and being who God created you to be is to be that mother, to be that uh, nurturer, you know, to be there, the, there to comfort. You are doing your part. So that takes nothing from you. So you don't have to be the father because you're doing your part. Yes, there are some things that you have to do because they have to be filled in, right? And if you're in the household, then you are the one to fill them. You are the one to get it done. You are the one to make sure it's done, right? And so I get that. I get that. But you can never be the father. Genesis 1 and 27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them. And the reason I read that scripture is to give a defining role. You know, it gives a defining role of what God created. He created the female and he created the male. He created the female and he created the male. And when you look at all species, I would think all, I, I don't know if there's any that don't, you know, there's not a male and female, 
but all the species I know on the earth, there's a male and there's a female. There's a male and there's a female and they have certain roles. You know, we see the baby, a lion, you know, um, and, and the mother, you know, acting a same way, a plan a certain role, different from what the actual male lion would play, right? And when it especially when it comes times to the kids. And so there's a difference. And it's a different difference for a reason. You know, there's a difference. So no, we could never be the male. Yes, you know, there are obligations, responsibilities. We have to take over or you take over as a single mom, but you can never be the male. You know, and it's okay. If you don't get nothing from today's um, podcast is just to let you know that that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And that was this famous show um, called Mari. It was the Mari show. And most of you may be familiar with it. But it was a show that you had couples come on and people come on, you know, trying to find out who was responsible for the child, who was the father. And Mari had this like famous, you know, he had this famous line when you went, it was when the um, test came back, the paternal test came back and they found out that the, the guy was not the father. He would say, you are not the father, you know, in the commercial, uh, before they say that it was like a, a suspense, you know, everybody's waiting to see if this guy's the father and, you know. And uh, it will always go to a commercial. And then when it comes back, they, you know, tell the results. And he would say, you are not the father. Okay. And I, and I can just remember that show. But that is what I want to say to us as those that are single parents. You are not the father. You can never fill those shoes because that is not the role that God created for you. That is not the role. And there are certain roles. There's a role for for the mother and a role for the father. You know, I've heard people say, oh, I'm not going to wash dishes because that's, you know, that's that's a a girl job. Well, I'm not talking about those type of roles because, you know, if it's needed for the male or or the, the young man to wash dishes, that's needed at that time. There's nothing wrong with you washing dishes. I get it that coming up, especially back in the day, coming up, you know, the men had certain roles and the women had certain roles. And, and I get that too. I get that too. Because um, you want a, a, you know, the boy in the family to do, you know, boy things and the female in the family, you know, to do the female things, which when I was coming up, mostly was to wash dishes. But that is not a role. You know, that is not what I'm talking about. Because just because you're a female, that don't mean you're the only one that have to wash dishes and things like that. But the roles I am talking about and giving infants to is the role that God has given us. The roles that God had, you know, has created. And so I would say, know your role. Know your role. And your role is not so much of, like I said, the tangible thing things that you do, um, like washing dishes, cutting the grass, that doesn't make you into who you are. But there are certain roles that we play, right? 
um, a role, when we look at a role, it's an actor's part in a play, movie, etc. So we know we look at the role as for his TV, uh, it's an actor's part. But just to look at that closely for us, for everyday life, is the function assumed or part played by a person or thing in a particular situation. So it's the function. So it is what it can be, okay, your role is to wash dishes or your role is to cut the grass. But your role is to, you know, to wash dishes doesn't mean that just because I'm a, you know, someone was a guy and they're washing dishes, that doesn't frame who they are, right? It doesn't frame who you are. It's just that role is what you're doing that day. But the role I am being specific of as far as a mother and a father, you know, those, even though those can intertwine too, you know, in the household. But for the most part, when we talk about male and female, those roles are different. God created those different because he knew, you know, okay, the male and, and the female, the woman, then you would have a family. And then, you know, there will be certain roles for certain reasons. You know, when we look at it and how God created man and woman, you know, and, and the man, a lot of times, you know, majority of times, you know, especially back in the day, was the protector of the family. You know, and the woman was the one that cooked and was the nurturer and took care of the house. You know, those were the roles, you know, but not so much as the tangible things they were doing, but it was just the, the symbol of a father was a protector. The symbol of the mother was the, the one who nurtured the, the children, you know, and, and, and made sure that the home was, you know, a pleasant place. And the role of a father was to make sure it was a secure place. Get it? And so when we look at the roles, you know, expanded um, and in a larger, you know, expanded view, that's what we're talking about more of is, is what it it brings to the family, you know, what it brought to the community, what it brought to, you know, the world, not so much as the, you know, the, the, the tangible parts of what you do. And when we look at the word of God, we look at father, you know, Abba meaning father, you know, we think about a father, we think about being stern, being sober, you know, being a father, being that protector, you know, being the one that's going to stand up for the family, uh, the one that's going to provide, you know, for the family when we think about a father. So those roles are different. And what a father would give to a child is different than what a mother would give to a child. Yes, both of them would give love, but the way that they would do it is different. It's just so different. We think about, you know, uh, men, whereas a mother would be, would be more skeptical, more uh, when it comes to a child driving, you know, probably more nervous. You, you, the first time you get in, she get in the car with you, uh, trying to teach you how to drive. It's just a different, you know, you can ask many people and I have, you know, and I know of people Well, I know when I taught my sons, it was just different. You know, you constantly, you know, trying to navigate, you know, navigate as far as with what you're saying while they're driving you know whereas if it, the father is just gonna let you get in the car not gonna say too much and gonna let you drive even if it's your first time or second time it's just a difference on how um we convey you know what we mean is a difference on how we operate 
It's a difference on how the mom is going to operate and it's a difference on how the father is going to operate in given situations. And so we went over, we talked about roles um, and we're going to also look at identity because that's key. The identity, uh, when I looked it up, it says the fact of being, you know, basically who you are, what's your identity? The fact of being you, the fact of being who you are. It's the distinguishing character a personality of an individual. The distinguishing character or personality of an individual. What is your distinguishing character? What's the distinguishing character of a mom? We just said it. You know, she's going to be a comforter in the home. She's going to nurture. You know, she's going to take care of the home, make sure it's pleasant. And the opposite when it comes time to the father. He's the protector, right? He's usually, back in the day, he's a disciplinary. He's more of a disciplinary in the home. And so the roles are different. And so when we hear a single mom, as a single mom, say that, you know, congratulate me, especially on Father's Day, you know, you can congratulate me because I'm, I'm being the father. I get exactly what they're saying. But at the same time, that is not correct. You're not the father because you can never give to that child especially a male child but even you know the daughter but especially a male child you can never give to that child what a responsible father can give and that's just facts now if the father is not there we know god is awesome and he's able to do anything you know so one thing i did i'm i um I, I made sure my kids at points in their life was around a responsible male and not in the home, but just, you know, in the family, they, were, um, they could see somebody, you know, that was responsible, you know, and being the male that they should be, you know, whether it was at church uh, or other organizations and things like that. And also... I pray God put people in their life that's responsible. Put people in their life that are men, men of God. You know, let them cross paths. So anything that they're lacking, anything that they're lacking, that they're needing as young men, let them cross paths with someone who would teach them that or that they would glean from or pick that up from. So God, you know, uh, he, he makes the difference. Jesus makes the difference. He levels the playing field. He does it every single time. And so that was my prayer. And so I, I thank God for that. And not that they are perfect and not that your children will be perfect. But guess what? God, Jesus levels the playing field. He makes the difference. He makes the difference. And prayer changes things. And so what you feel that you're lacking as a single parent, single mom, what you feel that you're lacking or you feel like your children may be lacking because that father is not in the home, Jesus makes the difference. It makes the difference. So are you praying or are you calling those things that out that be not as though they were? Are you speaking life into their life? That's one thing I always did. I spoke life. I spoke life. There were times when I wanted to speak the opposite, <laughs> but I spoke life. You know, I spoke life. I spoke life because I knew the effect of the opposite, what that would do, right? That it wouldn't help. 
It wouldn't help the child, wouldn't help the situation. It would probably make you feel better, you know, just in that moment or that moment of anger. But at the end of the day, it would do the opposite of what you are needing done for your life and for your kid's life. And so identity and role are two different things. So when we look at why a single parent would say that, again, I, I get it. I get it. I get that you're carrying a load. I get I get all that, you know, uh, that you're meeting the challenges. You are the only one meeting those challenges in your home, that you're the head of your household. That's understood. But we can never use, you know, say that, you know, we are the father because we can never take that place. We can never take that place. Fathers are special. They are special. They're needed. They're needed in the home. Look at today what's happening in the world, especially in our, especially, especially in our community. You know, look what's happening. You know, everywhere we look, we see signs that the father is needed in the home. And we already know the story. And we already know the story and our history of how a lot of this came about. Oh, how a lot of it came about um, and the plight that, you know, was set against us. And so anytime, you know, definitely if you can keep that nucleus together, great. That's, that's ultimate. I believe that's, you know, what God intended. That's ultimate. However, unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world. So that's not the reality for a lot of homes. That's not. But do God still have a purpose? Absolutely. Do he still have a purpose for you and your and your family and still love you and still will give you grace and still will give you mercy um, to get done what you need to get done? Absolutely. I'm a witness. I'm definitely a witness. So be the best mom. Be the best mom that you can be. You know, the best when I say mom, of course, you're a single mom. So I don't want to say be the best single mom, but just be the best mom that you can be because you that's what you are. You're a mom. And, and what you can't meet all the time, Jesus would make the difference. God would definitely, let me tell you, he would make up the difference. And if you're going through and it may be difficulties right now and it may be hard and, you know, you just, you know, trying to make ends meet or just trying to, um, you feel like you're on a roller coaster because, you know, you got to be there for, you know, your children or each child, um, all of their activities or just be there emotionally, you know, know that God sees you, know that he sees you. And he really never intended for us to take on this load, but we know there's sin in the world. So, but he never intended us to take on the whole weight of it. But again, we don't live in a perfect world, right? So that wasn't his original intent. However, he would give you grace. He would give you grace and he would see you through that stage. And all the stages of single parenthood, whether you are just starting out, you know, elementary school, you know, I, I looked at it in those stages, middle school, high school, college, you know, he will see you through trust him trust him and whatever that father is not there to do guess what it would it would still get done and the things that don't get done god will make the difference he'll send somebody along the path of your child you know it can be in college it can be adulthood or in high school he's gonna send 
somebody along that path to speak into their life, to fill in where they're, you know, that father didn't fill in. And sometimes the father can be in their life and they still don't get what they need to get. Hello. So sometimes the father can still be there. But guess what? God is more than able. He can do exceedingly, abundantly above anything that we may ask or think. He can do that. He can go before you. He can go before you into your future and work that thing out. Believe me, I'm a witness. He can work it out. So you have to ask yourself as a single parent, do you believe that? Do you trust him? Because there's some things, some work, you know, we have to do. Do you trust him? Do you believe in him? Or are you trying to be superwoman with a cape, with the S on the back, oh, the SW, and do everything yourself and frustrate yourself? And we know there's a lot of things you have to do yourself because if they don't get done, guess what? You have to do them. But there are some things that are just out of reach or right now they're not in your reach. Let's say that. Or some things may just be out of your reach. Let's say that too. Some things that you probably could never get done. But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. And so, you know, so you won't go around frustrated, bitter, you know, anything like that. Because that doesn't serve you or your child. It doesn't serve the household, doesn't serve your future. It doesn't serve your purpose because God has a purpose for you. He has a purpose for you. Even as the mother, you know, as the single mother, as the single parent, he still has a purpose for your life. And he definitely has a purpose for your children's life. And so, so you won't get caught up in all of that. And so you can move through life, move freely through life without all the hangups. The first thing, you know, you need to, you know, make sure you are doing the work. Make sure you're doing the work on you. Make sure you're doing the work on you. And sometimes that can take a moment depending on the situation or what the situation was. Do the work on you. And that father part, then God will, he'll fix that. He'll fix that. You know, this is not a perfect world. No, nobody goes through this world unscathed, you know. If this is not their situation, then something else will be. And so nobody goes through this world unscathed. And so your job as a mother is to make sure you are whole. Make sure you're whole. And if you need help for that, there's plenty of help. There's plenty of help out there. And so make sure you're whole so you can show up every day as a whole person, you know, for your kids and a healthy person for your kids so you guys can get to the point that God needs you to be at that you can get to the next point that you can get to the to the to the next phase in life right that you can get from um raising elementary kids you know to middle school kids to high school kids and then you know on and on you know once they begin to embark on embark upon this world themselves and um that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So no, as single moms, you're not the father. You can never be the father. You can never take that place. And if that place is not there, then let Jesus be the, be the, let Jesus be the placeholder. 
you know, until he brings somebody else into your life. Um, let him be the placeholder. Let him be the placeholder there, you know, and he can do wondrous things. Let me tell you, he can do things that even the father possibly can do. He can do that. You know, he can heal the heart of that child. He can heal the heart of that child. Only he can do that anyway. He can heal the heart of that child. Like he can heal your heart. He can heal the heart of that child. So no, we can never boast as a single mom that, you know, we are the father too. Especially on Father's Day. Don't do that. <laughs> we we can never boast and say, hey, we are the fathers too. No, we, we're the mother. You're the mother. And that's what you are. And that's okay. Because that's the role God gave you. That's the identity that he gave you. The identity is really in him. You know, we're made in his image. In his image. And everything you need, he has it. And all we have to do is ask. And, and, and sometimes patiently wait. You know, ask for strategies. If you don't know, you know, well, I'm not the father. I can't do Ask for strategies. He'll give you strategies to do it. Do things your way, things that need to be done for your children. He'll give you strategies. But ask. Are you asking God, hey, you know, I'm over here. Is just me. You know, you may have help from family, you know, or friends or whatever. Uh, significant ones or whatever. But at the end of the day, those are your kids. So the buck stops with you. Hello. The buck stops with you. And so... God sees you. He sees you. As a matter of fact, he already know the path you're taking. He already knew the path you were going to take. He already knew. And so are you asking him? Are you praying about your future? Are you are you speaking those things out? Are you speaking light? Even in the times of struggle, even in the times of disappointment, are you speaking light to your kids? Are you telling them that they're great? That they're going to do great things? And when they're disappointed, are you telling them, that's okay, pick yourself back up. I'm here for you. I'm always being your corner. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Are you telling them that? And I know we as mothers can, you know, we can fall short because we can get sometimes overwhelmed with just everyday life, you know, just going through the motions and, you know, worrying about how we're going to make things meet, meet, ends meet, or how we're going to fulfill, you know, the promise of being here and there. Right at the same time, if that's possible, and um, so just with life itself, but it's very important to speak life, speak life into your children, speak life into you. Look in the mirror, start speaking life to you, because you can't pour from an empty cup. Speak life to you every day, you know. And I don't know about you, is you know, when I look in the Word of God, there's life, there's life. It reminds you, it reminds me of who I am in Christ. It just reminds me of who I am. So speaking life is very important. It's very important. So no, I don't have to, you know, I, I didn't have to be the father. You know, I didn't have to put that extra, that's an extra pressure, extra cape you're putting on yourself, you know. And, and it's already heavy, you know, as a single parent. So you don't need that. So just... Lay that cape down. Lay that cape down and just assume the role of just, hey, I'm good with just being the mother. 
Um, God is going to meet us where we are at. He has went before us to make the crooked way, way straight. And he's going to do it. He's going to see us through this situation, you know, and all the extra worry and stress. I don't have to carry that. So actually what I'm going to do, you know, today, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to have fun with my kids. I'm going to laugh with them. I'm going to smile with them. I'm going to play Uno. You know, I'm going to play, you know, okay, I don't know if today y'all still play Uno or whatever, but back in the day, you know, I'm going to play Monopoly. You know, we're going to play pause. We're going to have some fun. We're going to enjoy this time as much as possible. But all that other worry, all that other weight, you know, picking up weight of being, you know, the father, even though you may feel like it that day because of what you had to do or get done. Well, at the end of the day, that's not on you. The only thing on you is being the most amazing mother, even when you don't feel like it, even when you fail or you feel you fail. Right. And, and I don't feel you, you know, I, I my personal think you fail, even if it was a, a bad day. It doesn't mean you fail. It's just life. Right. It's just a bad day tomorrow or when you leave that job, and you come home. It's, it's, it's a new phase in that day or is this a new, a brand new day? Take that off and enjoy the day. However it is, whatever it is, enjoy that day. You know, they have that saying, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. But when I look at that, it is what it is. Whatever God say, whatever the word say, that's what it is. That's what it is. And so the word of God says, that it tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I would just admonish to you today, don't give away your strength. Don't give away your strength. And on the how you can keep your strength is to keep joy. And joy is not dependent on circumstances. It's not dependent on happenings like happiness is. It's joy in knowing that God has a great future for you, no matter what it looked like, no matter um, what you're going through in this COVID situation and what everything that's happened in the world, know that God has a plan for you. Know that he sees you. He sees your children. He understands exactly where you are at. So again, again, you are not the father because God made you the mother. He made you the mother. So I hope this bless you. I hope this bless someone else um, that's listening. Take this and just be reminded, you know, that you are the mother and God loves you. He loves your children and he has a great plan. And he has a great purpose for your life. Again, thank you for tuning in and be blessed. Thank you for joining us again. We hope you were inspired, encouraged, and empowered to trust God in the process from A to Z as you navigate this theme we call single parenthood. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us again. We hope you were inspired, 
encouraged and empowered to trust God in the process from A to Z. As you navigate this theme we call single parenthood. Be blessed.